Okay, well, it's recording, so go ahead. Well, why'd you talk at the beginning? So you can edit out the beginning. I don't want to have to edit out the beginning. All right, well, then this is staying in, so go ahead. (laughs) 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 It's too late now. Welcome back to another episode of Horror Cats and Witch Hats. This is Izzy, and today I have a special guest. I'm back. It's Tyler again. He did our Father's Day one last year. I'm here to save the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That would only happen if you were the one who kept us to a timeline. (laughs) That's true. And I can't make you stick to any timeline. And we were supposed to record this like three weeks ago. So here we are. (laughs) Yeah, I, I take the blame for that one. I finished up everything this morning. So you can put that on me, I guess. All right, well... Uh, so this one was planned when Katie was out of town, um, and then we moved to Germany, and so we're kind of still trying to figure stuff out, so we figured it would just be easier since we're in the same house to get this done. Um, but for our next episode, we really are going to have a special guest, um, like a real person of interest. So that's going to come out on the 31st of Halloween of this season of October. 31st of Halloween? Yes. Every month is Halloween. That one is just on the 31st of Halloween. Gotcha. Okay. So for this episode, we are actually going to talk about some short... Sorry, you probably hear our dogs walking around because we have hardwood floors now and they click clack everywhere. Um, You'll just have to accept it. So for this episode, we are talking about uh, short horror films. Mm -hmm. uh, Horror film shorts. I don't know what they're called. But we each found three and we're going to talk to you about them. This is something that I'm hoping to do for the Patreon. um, Are like short reviews. So enjoy. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I don't, do you want to do all your three and then all my three? Let's do like a back and forth kind of thing. Okay. Well, do you think yours is better than mine? Mine, obviously, because I chose them. So. Yeah, okay. I don't even know if we chose the same things. We did it. Cool. I'll know. go first. Why okay. not? All right. You ready? Yeah. Okay, so. No, I did that one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> go ahead. Um, so for my first movie, I chose one called The Hide Behind. So all of my movies I found... Um, through, you know, Instagram, really, it was like little reels that someone had posted, and they were like, hey, this short story is, is creepy. So I found all three of mine through this individual's page. Uh, but number one is called The oh, Hide Behind. Who's the individual? I would have to look it up. I'll look it up after I explain number one, okay. and I'll share that information. Um, so it's called The Hide Behind. It was directed by Parker Finn, and he's actually the same individual that directed Smile, that movie, I think it came out in 2022, 2021, 21, 22, something like that. 22 or 23, we just did it, I don't know. Yeah, anyway, he was the same director from that, surprisingly enough. So it's it's a short, it's 9 minutes and 53 seconds long total. Um, it's the perfect embodiment of what it feels like to be lost in the woods by yourself, and you hear creepy noises, and you think you're not going to get out. And you have some experience with that, which also made it even more fitting. So I, I really like this one. It has. It starts off. It's just one individual that it follows. This guy. He's walking through the woods. You can tell he's injured. It ends up showing his injury as well. He definitely has a nasty little ankle sprain or rolled his ankle, something along those lines. And it's uh, it's funny because on his patch, or there's a patch on his bag at the very beginning that says. Like, get lost in the woods, or something like along those lines. Guess, get lost in nature. And uh, it just fits perfectly, it's because... all fun and games until you actually get lost. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, you could be the best prepared individual, which this guy clearly wasn't that prepared. He doesn't have a lot of water. It shows that at one point. And uh, 
but you could be prepared and then lo and behold, you get injured and now you're screwed. So it's, you know, it's following him. He's injured. He starts calling out for help or for somebody, you know, calling out hello. Um, and then he sees this figure. It's like this cloaked hooded figure that's standing within the trees and he starts approaching. He's like, Hey, can you help me? I'm injured. And then it like scuttles away from him, like super creepy, like scuttling noise. Um, is it like his size? It's like a human, like stand, like an adult human cloaked. Yeah. And it's like this grayish white, like nappy looking cloak. It's uh, it's pretty creepy. But he starts following it. And as he gets close, it scuttles away. And he's like, hey, I just need help. And it scuttles again. And then it starts running and it goes behind his tree and then just vanishes. Um, there is nothing I hate more in this world than a scuttling critter. I figure, like, and that's why I make a note of that because of the noise. I was like, oh, like, it even, like, got to me. I was like, all right, that's kind of a creepy noise. They did a really good job with it. Um, so it goes behind a tree, and the guy, you know, he kind of goes and looks behind the tree, and it's not there. He's like, well, what the hell was that? Um, and then he sees it again, and it starts going back and forth. He's, he is trying to find this thing, and then it goes behind this super thin tree, like the thickness of your arm kind of thin, and then just vanishes. Nope. So he's like, what the hell? Um, so is he pursuing it? Why is he pursuing well, a scuttling? He starts to pursue it until that point, and then it like does that creepy reveal where it's like the hands, kind of like the painting in The Conjuring, oh, okay. where like the hands kind of come around. It does that. Yeah. And then like the head starts, oh yeah, it's, it's good. They do a really good job with it. Um, and that point he's like, all right, time to get the fuck out of here. So at that point, at that yeah, point, he's yeah. like, <laughs> um, starts running away and it, it culminates with him, uh, getting caught. It's, they did a really good job with it. Um, so a little bit more lore on what this thing is, I guess. Wait, so he gets uh, caught by the scuttling? Well, so it ends with him sitting behind a tree, like terrified. And then he hears a noise and then you look, and it's it's it. It's like the creature, and it's super gotcha. like, like a cliffhanger kind of a thing. I wouldn't say a cliffhanger. Like you can, you know, he's gonna he's about to get messed up. Like the like the creature's got like sharp, pointy teeth and everything. Um, but it does seem to get him at the end. Okay, doesn't actually show it, but so some lore on the hide behind, which is actually what this creature is called. I guess it's um it's a nocturnal critter. It comes from American folklore it, that preys on humans that wander into the woods. Uh, it was blamed back in the day for the disappearances of loggers when they failed to return to camp. And then, as the name suggests, the creature is able to hide behind objects quickly once people look at it. The best-known repellent for it, um, I guess, is alcohol because it has an aversion to it. That's what it says. So, if you're going hiking or logging, just get drunk beforehand, and clearly it won't... Um, chase you or try to get you. That or you just being drunk gives you beer goggles so you know where to not go. That's also um, a possibility. But that's it. And the In pop culture, I guess there have been some references of it. It goes Bill. Um, there's a series called Young Wizards by Diane Duanes. It's brought in that as well. So there's actually, even in the Harry Potter universe, um... There's that website called Pottermore, uh -huh. and there was a short story that was added to that where they uh, they bring it up, and it's also in the revised edition of Fantastic Beasts, I guess. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then... Wait, sorry. The short story, it's a fan? No, I, I think it's actually, like, added by J.K. Rowling. Oh. Like, she does a sh- short story on there. And then, lastly, there's that TV show called Gravity Falls, like the cartoon. Yeah. Um, there's an episode about it as well. It's called Dipper's Guide to the Unexplained, The Hide Behind. So, I had never heard of it prior to watching this little short film. Um, but it's pretty good. Pretty creepy. And that's my first choice. On to you. Well, I hate that. Um, camping alone is terrifying. No, oh, yeah, for sure. Um, oh, and words of advice for you all listening. If you do go camping, uh, bring more water, have a whistle instead of just yelling, and don't go alone. And drink lots of alcohol, apparently. Clearly. Just kidding. Don't do that. I picked from an article that I found that was the seven scariest award-winning shorts on YouTube. And it was collected by GQ. And it's from 2023, so it's pretty up-to-date. My one... uh, We'll do all the links for all the videos and the articles and stuff that I pulled from. But my one recommendation is don't read the synopses when you're picking one. Just, like, pick one and go to the link. uh, Because they kind of ruin it. So the one that I picked was number seven. um, Because I thought... One through six are probably really good if this is number seven, so I wanted to compare. And it's called I Heard It Too. Uh, it's by Matt Sears. It came out in 2014. Um, it's also I think it was directed by Matt Sears, but it was mostly written by Tim Knight. So this woman puts her is putting her girl to bed, and the little girl's like maybe four, uh, and she starts singing the Hush Little Baby song to her. But before she does that, the little girl is like, Oh, sing me a song. And she's like, you're too little for me to sing a song to you. And I'm like, the girl is four. And it's like nap time. Let her have it. Uh, but yeah, so she starts singing the Hush Little Baby song, which is kind of a really creepy song. Uh, but honestly, it doesn't have a cool origin. So if you were hoping there was one, there's not. Um, and her dad is dead, I assume. They kind of hint at it, but they don't really give like a background. So it's just those two in this house. So then the little girl falls asleep and she wakes up in, I don't know, the lighting is really awkward. I can't tell if it's supposed to be nighttime or if it's daytime um, because it looks like there's light through the windows. But then when she walks into the house, it's like really dark. Mm -hmm. So it's very confusing. Uh, But she hears her mom calling her to come downstairs to show her something. And the little girl is scared to leave her room, which is another reason why I'm like, maybe it's nighttime um, because hallways are scary. And so she's standing at the top of the stairwell and her mom's voice is like, hey, come downstairs. I have something to show you. And then she gets snatched from behind and pulled into a room by her mom. And her mom is like, you'll love this, babe. I heard it too. She said it. Nice. Said it in the movie. Nice. And so they're hiding in the mom's bedroom and she's like, I don't know who that is, but we're going to hide. So... It walks up, whatever it is, walks upstairs, and it's still calling the little girl in the mom's voice. It didn't decide to switch tactics. Nice. Um, it should have switched to the dad's voice. That would have been even creepier. Yeah, especially they, if the dad's dead. Yeah, they like, would have investigated that. They'd have been like, who's that? Honey, Daddy. I'm home. She might have ran downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Even the mom would have been like, who's that? Uh, but it comes upstairs, and it's standing outside the door. She hides the little girl in the closet and is like, don't go anywhere. And the door swings open, and the hallway's like pitch black. Mm -hmm. So just more lighting confusion. Um, But there's nobody there. And so the mom turns around, and the little girl's not in the closet, but she climbed under the bed. 
Um, and then it shows the mom on her knees, like talking to the little girl. And from the little girl's point of view, you see the feet walk in. And they're like dead people feet. And she's got like a white gown on. I assume it's a woman. Uh, But then the mom, it kind of like blanks out for a minute. Um, And the mom's gone. And the little girl runs into her room and puts her comforter over her head. And she's hiding in the bed. Mm -hmm. And the thing is still talking in her mom's voice and comes in. And it shows its face at this point. And it's like some dead thing, human with like black hair um, and black holes for eyes and a creepy ass mouth. Mm-hmm. And it's like, has like this black smoky stuff coming off of it. Um, but it grabs, well, at first it's like count to five because it was like trying to play hide and seek. Yeah. And the little girl starts counting. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you counting? Uh, but she's four. So she's so brave, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but then it like very aggressively grabs her comforter um, and yanks it back, and then that's how it ends. So it ends kind of like yours, where like you know nice. she got got, but you don't see it. But you don't see it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Uh, the let me see. I wanted to tell you who's in it. The mom is Rowena, and the daughter is Nina, and that's actually they're like related. They're real mom and daughter. So that was fun, and. The ghost is played by Sophie Jug, maybe? I don't know. But it's based on a two-sentence horror story, which goes, A girl heard her mom yell her name from downstairs, so she got up and started to head down. As she got to the stairs, her mom pulled her into her room and said, I heard it too. And it's a... This person has done a few different shorts. um, And another, his most recent one is also an award winner called Catch Your Breath. Mm. It came out in 2022, but he's had like five or six that also seem really good. So check his out. But I wanted to say there's a comment by at my lullaby 6265, and this is on YouTube, that says, bruh, she broke so many rules. You can't attack the person in their bed. Um, and if there's a light on, you po, and then they capitalize lightly, <laughs> leave the room and wait outside. And there was a lot of comments being like, you can't. The blankets are impenetrable. You yeah, can't do that. Clearly. And it's the middle of the day. Which, again, it's like confusing. I don't know if it's yeah, yeah. or not. Uh, but, yeah. That sounds pretty creepy. It's like a really good concept. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. When she, The little girl like got snatched from behind. I didn't expect it to be the mom. Mm-hmm. They do it really well. Nice. Um, there was another comment that says that's not a demon that's just billy eilish from her music video <laughs> i thought you would appreciate that nice <laughs> another fun fact is that matt sears the director uh, has been a fan of horror since he was six years old when he watched Jurassic park and predator nice those were his horror at six years old yep good start to with, life with his dad very nice and that's that one uh, there's a subreddit called Two Sentence Horror Stories. Um, and I feel like I remember reading that one on there one time. Where it's like, I heard it too. I feel like I remember seeing that. But that's <clears throat> that's pretty good. There's a lot of the Two Sentence Horror Stories that are pretty good. I applied for a scholarship way back when that was mm-hmm. a Two Sentence Horror Story. Um, and I came up with one all on my own. And I was so proud. But everybody else just copied ones they found on the internet. And I was so upset that people well, yeah. were cheating. <laughs> of course. I'm not surprised. And I'm sure one of them won. Um but yeah, two cents horror shows are pretty cool. Netflix has that TV show, TV series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't seen it. 
Neither have I. But it's probably just a bunch of shorts, I would imagine. Probably. Well, cool. I'll have to watch that one for sure. All right, so my second movie choice is called Portrait of God, uh, directed by Dylan Clark. I didn't see anything else that this individual had directed that seemed familiar, but he is part of a couple other things. It's six minutes and 52 seconds long. So it follows this woman. She's what seems to be in what seems to be like a dark basement. Uh, there's a projector screen that comes down. She's, it looks like she's practicing a, a presentation, right? Like she's gonna present this in front of a class or something along those lines. And it's, the scene starts with an excerpt from the Bible and it just says, you know, no man shall see me and live. That's from Exodus 33, 20, which that's like foreboding. Like, hey, no man sees me and live. Like, okay, someone's going to die during this. Who said that in the Bible? I don't know. I oh, guess wasn't God. Wasn't Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, you know, she's doing her presentation. She's like, all right, hey, this is what God looks like on this next slide. And it cuts to the slide and it's just a black screen. And then everyone dies. No, okay. it's just her anyway. But it's just a black screen. It's like, hey, you might be thinking, I don't see anything. That's okay, because not a lot of people do. Um, because it's it's supposed to be this thing where it's like only certain people see the portrait of God. It's a painting, and the painting's all black. And some people see something, others, majority don't. It's the 2016 dress. Yeah, exactly. So which is the blue and black dress for those of you or that aren't aware. It's gold. definitely not white and gold. Um, and it does some voice clippings of people that do see things like, hey, here are some people that have seen it. And they do a really good job with it. Like, oh, it's, it's weird. It's like, it's human, but not. It's kind of like a man. Its face is it's too wide. This, this that, and the other um, definitely adds to the creep factor with the voice clippings. So she restarts the practice of her presentation starts going back through it and on the second attempt or practice round she sees something so it starts off like you just see some shiny eyes in the portrait uh -huh. um and then you like a shape starts coming into uh view and she gets up and she kind of like walks up to it and she's staring at it and this girl's clearly religious like she's got a cross necklace on and everything um but then she starts getting creeped out and goes to put up the, the, the screen, but the image doesn't move. So like the screen's moving up, but the eyes and the body just stay there Hate and it that. slowly starts going up and it's gone and then the image is just there and then it makes like that little like creepy, nope. like bones creaking move. Nope. And she's like, ah, fuck this, dips out. So she runs, she leaves the room and it shows her going into the light, bright hallway but as soon as she closes the door, boom, pitch black. Now she's in like somewhere else. I don't know. Um, it goes dark and then there's a spotlight on her. And then you see in the distance, in this dark room, outside the light, the two eyes. And it's slowly moving towards her, slowly moving. And she turns around, closes her eyes, like grabs the cross, starts praying. <clears throat> and uh, it comes up to her does this like the hand comes up and moves her head like grabs her chin and moves it to look at it and then you, it's still kind of blurry in the background like you really don't see it well it they keep it blurred with the exception of the hand like the hands clearly dark like gray decayed hand um 
but the actual face and everything they keep blurred, which is really cool. And uh, it turns it turns her face to look at it, and it opens up like its lower mandible like detaches and just opens up really wide. And there's like this light that comes out of it. I don't know what it's supposed to be, but essentially she opens her eyes, looks at it, and now she's like entranced, like she can't look away. And then boom, it goes back to her in the room where the projector screen is and she's like clutching her cross and it's like dripping blood, her hands bleeding. Um, and then it shows her phone cause she was like timing herself during these recordings to see how long it was taking her to go through it all. And it's over like three hours now. Um, so she, she had been staying there for a few hours, something along those lines. And then it ends. I hope she got a good grade. I don't. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know. It was. It was pretty good though. Like they definitely do a good job keeping the mystery of what the image is fully supposed to be, but the shiny eyes like coming through the darkness like that's, that's pretty good. The pretty creepy. Effect of the screen moving up and the thing. It not, not moving. That's. Those are my favorite kind yes. of things. Well, you see her and she's like, "What?" And then as soon as it moves and like moves, makes that creaky like bone. <laughs> oh yeah, it's. It was pretty good. Um, so is it? God or is it a demon? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't really say. Like, it, for me, in my opinion, the light that she sees, like as it opens his mouth and the light comes out of it, um, I guess you could say like that's the Holy Spirit or whatever. I don't know. Uh, it's I guess however you want to portray it or uh, perceive it, but. But yeah. like, imagine being super religious, right? And you're like, this is supposed to be an image of God, mm -hmm. and then. Having like a demonic presence yeah, feeling, yeah, and being terrified. Yes, definitely. It's. Uh, I mean, you can't have one without the other. So clearly, but it's just a good reminder on. Don't be in a creepy ass dark basement by yourself with the lights off, like practicing things like this. Invite a friend. You know? Just don't do religion. That's the safest part. That could also work. <laughs> I wonder. Whatever floats your boat. I wonder if there was a. Uh, th something she was proposing about who could see it and why they could see it. She actually does say that when she's in her speech. She's like, why can they see it and why can't we? Like, why can't the rest of us see it? And that's when the next time she see she does see it now. Yeah. She's, she's probably jealous because she's like, I oh, want to yeah. be able to see God. I'm religious. You nailed it. For okay. sure. Cool. Without even watching it, you nailed it. That's because so. I'm awesome. I know everything. Yes. Yes. All right. That's my number two. Well, that one sounds super creepy. All right, my number two is six minutes and 14 seconds, and it is from a group called At Dark Fun Horror, and it sounds like it's just kind of like a, they made their own little production company, and they make shorts, and I think they release one horror short every week on YouTube. So this one is called The Elevator. This is just a random one that I found. So this... Oh, riddles. This like impatient young lady is smashing the button, calling for an elevator, um, and it is some sort of like AI sentient elevator. It's mm -hmm. very weird, uh, but she gets on and it's like, "Welcome to twelve plus one, a building with misunderstood history since eighteen ninety six." And it like goes on through this thing, and she's like preening in the reflection of herself, yeah. and she pulls out the gum she's chewing on and sticks it to the handle like a true. What a champ. Like a true monster. Yeah. And uh, so it's going through like this whole historical spiel. And then as soon as she sticks the gum, it stops. And she presses the third floor button. Um, and they are on the ground floor. So they should be on the bottom, right? Mm -hmm. 
and she wants to go up. But then the elevator starts going down and it keeps talking. And it's like, no one is here to help you. Damaging property is illegal. Who the fuck would do that? <laughs> like, you're a horrible human being. Yeah. Um, this is building 13. And it keeps moving down. And it shows the numbers for the floors they're on. And it goes negative 1, negative 2. Mm. And it's like going down, 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 down. And it goes to negative 12 and it stops. And she's like, I'm so sorry. And she like pulls the gum off and puts it back in her mouth. Ooh. I was like, you could have put it anywhere else. Yeah. In your pocket. Yeah. I don't, not in your mouth. That's gross. But I mean, I guess she deserved it. Um, but the elevator is being like, sorry is a good start, but it doesn't excuse the action. So punishment is still necessary. And it's like, I want you to write, I'm sorry, on the mirror with something special to you. And you'll find what's special to you above you. And so she, the girl like reaches up and in the doorway, there's a an envelope. Mm-hmm. And so she pulls it down and opens it up. And it says, um, only your wrist. And inside of it is a razor blade. Figures, yep. And so she's like, no, thank you. I will not be cutting myself to write, I'm sorry, to an elevator. Mm-hmm. And so it starts going down again. And it starts talking about how the lower you go, there's less oxygen, and how long you can live without oxygen, and what's going to happen to your heart, and all this. Like, the other's just like, da 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 Damn. And it hits uh, negative 22. Floor, sorry. Yeah, floor, yeah. yeah. Um, and it also starts talking about how the pressure from that depth will cause her heart to implode or something. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's going through everything that the Titan group would have gone through. And uh, she... Sorry, I lost my spot. Um, and then it talks about, like, how accepting punishment is a sign of being a good, mature human being. Because it goes, like, okay, I'll do whatever. Like, I can't breathe. <laughs> Um, and it's like, just do it quickly. You won't even feel it. I'm like, then that's not the punishment, right? You won't mm-hmm. even feel it. But it's lying, obviously. Just like when you go to the doctor, like, just a pinch. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, that was not a pinch. Uh, so she does, like, this half-inch gash across her wrist. I'm like, you could have just pricked your, like, yeah. pricked it and had enough blood. And then there's, like, blood, like, gushing down her arm. Um, and so she writes, I'm sorry, in the elevator. And it's like, oh, thank you. And then it starts going up, and it shows her just, like, being super manic and she's like rubbing blood all over her face and just giggling and laughing and mm. being so weird and it gets to the top um and by the way it stopped at negative 28 floors okay i don't know depth wise how far that is but that's a lot of negative floors uh and then it shows the outside of the elevator on the ground floor it dings someone is trying to go in and the girl is dead on the floor and it just says i'm sorry um, in blood, and she's like covered in her own blood, and yeah, that was how it ended. Damn! So it looks like a suicide, essentially. Exactly. Yeah. The elevator's genius. Huh. Um, somebody did make that comment where they were like, "Oh, so smart! Like now it's just a suicide. No one will ever investigate mm-hmm. the elevator." Exactly. And um, I think maybe she should have written it the opposite direction. Because it was like a reflective surface, like a mirror. And maybe if she had written it backwards, the elevator would have accepted her apology and she wouldn't have died. Mm, maybe. No, I think, um, so when you like dive, you know, you're supposed to descend. Um, in la- like at levels. In yeah, levels, and yeah. then you when you ascend, you have to do the same thing. So you have to let your body adjust uh-huh. to the pressure. And one of the symptoms of having, I can't remember what, the condition is called but like when there's air bubbles essentially 
is like you get manic and you act kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's what happened yeah. and why she died ultimately. That's what I was thinking. Like if she goes up super fast. Because it ascended too quickly. At negative 28 floors, that's... I wouldn't say that's like so deep that it would cause that, but I get it. They uh, um, they made it act like that's what was happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that's really why she died. Mm-hmm. Um, the star of it is someone who's like an Instagram influence person. I don't know. She has an Instagram presence, um, and that's about it. Cool. That's pretty interesting, though. Like, the elevator, like a sentient elevator. Yeah, and it was giving, like, very, like, life talk. Like, you are being a privileged dick. Yeah. And this is not how the... These are not manners. Mm -hmm. Um, I like it. So, yeah. Like, you're going to learn your lesson. Yeah. Bitch. Exactly. All right. So, lastly, for me, movie number three. This one is super short. Uh, It's called Peephole. It's only three minutes and 42 seconds long. It's directed by Jaron Henry McCree. Um, Super fast and gets right into it. So it starts off, first, it has this creepy old music. You know, like early, like 30s, 40s music kind of playing. You're like, all right, well, that's creepy already. And then it shows this guy laying on his couch sleeping and the TV's on in the background. It's like a black and white puppet show. Like it shows a bunch of puppets dancing to the music. And then, you know, shows the guy above with the strings moving around and everything. And then there's a knock at the door. So like, all right, well, what the hell is that? He mutes the TV, goes over and looks through the peephole on his door and sees someone in the hallway. Um, this figure in the hallway or individual is in a wife white white beater blue boxers and he's also wearing white white beater blue boxers interesting yeah so he opens the door looks out nobody's there looks down the hallway empty hallway he's like huh closes the door turns around goes to start walking back into his living room knocks again so he goes back looks back through the peephole and at this he sees the figure again um and then he moves his arm and the figure moves its arm and then he starts kind of moving it back and forth, adds his other hand up on the door. The other, you know, the figure picks up its other hand. So it's mimicking his movements. And then he looks back at the TV and sees the puppets dancing. So he's like, all right. So he starts dancing and the figure's following him. And he's like laughing. He's like, oh, this is hilarious. And then the lights go out. And it's like, all right, now the figure's gone. Um, like the hallway lights went out. Figure's no longer there. And then the lights in his room go out. And then they come back on, he turns around. And now the figure is in his living room. Oh, no. And um, it's standing between him and the TV. And he sees it. He looks down at the door handle like, I need to get the hell out of here. Like, what is this? Um, and in the background, you see the figure. So it's he's looking down to his right. And the figure in the background is like turned around looking at him. But as soon as he looks back at it, it's like, whoop. You know, I wasn't looking at you. Um so he goes to open the door handle and shows the figure copying his movements and then all of a sudden the figure releases it and it seemed as though it like takes control of him like a puppet mat like a puppeteer much like the show and so the figure like starts making movements with its hand and his body starts like twisting and kind of contorting oh, no. a little bit like goes super erect and like bends back some 
and then the figure's hands start doing like a walking movement with its index and middle finger and his body starts like walking towards the figure um his body double essentially and the ending's kind of meh like it's it ends much like a lot of other horror movies end where or horror skits where the face goes into that super long open mouth like like that scream um but they do a really good job, like, the creepiness of its fingers moving and tying it into the show. Like, that puppet master, puppeteer thing. Like, I'm forcing you to walk this way. That would be such an awful feeling, like, not having any control. Yes, exactly. Um, so they do a really good job with that. The ending is okay, but it's it's pretty good. For how fast it is, like, how sh- short of a film it was, it was definitely really I'm good. I'm pretty sure you, like, trying to explain it was longer than the actual film. Oh, yeah, film. without a doubt, yeah. for sure. Uh, definitely worth watching. But yeah, it's called Peephole. Um, and I did find the page of the individual who I found all these videos through. Uh, the Instagram is Bryce underscore JV. He just does little reels of like, hey, here are some movie suggestions of, you know, sc- scary horror skits. I guess you could probably throw his handle on there on the comments on this. But uh, it's pretty good. Pretty good. And that's it for me. Yeah, I didn't like that. Because we have a people now. I know. I, I mean, I think that looking through peepholes anyways is kind of creepy. Because um, like how it distorts it. You know, it's like that fish eye yeah. look. But yeah, it's it was it was good. Definitely good. It's weird that if the when he was looking through the people, it wasn't looking back at him through the people. Mm-hmm. Right? If it was like mimicking him. But I guess it wasn't entirely mimicking. It was like, yeah, it was like looking at the wall. Across the hall. Oh, it was facing in the direction. It was facing the direction he was facing gotcha. in the hallway. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I didn't get that part. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah. No, definitely not. <laughs> Wouldn't have liked that. Yeah. So he doesn't see its face at all. And he was just totally okay with something being out there, and he was just like, "No, he's wiggle. like laughing at first, and then it's like, oh shit, now it's real. It's inside. I got to get the Again, hell out." Again, it's all fun and games mm-hmm. until it's coming from inside the house. Yes. So for my third one, I picked from a list that is called. This person's five favorite cheesy Crypt TV shorts. So Crypt TV, um, they also have their own YouTube channel and they put out their own personal shorts. Uh, it is by someone named Chaotic Neon Tiki and it was posted in 2018, um, October 30th of 2018 to be specific. And so I picked number three because it is a short called Meow. <laughs> Fitting. <laughs> um, the first one I talked about... Uh, that director, uh, Matt Sears, also had a short called Tabitha, and the thumbnail for it was a cat with like some creepy ghost thing coming out of its mouth. Ooh. Yeah, I almost did that one, but I wanted to do a cheesy one as well. Um, so this one starts out with a cat like doing like an alley cat noises. Mm-hmm. Um, at the gate of an alley as it closes and there's a sign on the gate that says like apartment for rent and then it jumps into what I'm assuming was the apartment for rent as young lady Sam is moving into the room and she's on the phone with her mom and her mom is like why are you into like why are you living alone let me come over we'll hang out stop watching scary movies and she's mm-hmm. clearly a horror movie fan she's got a Nosferatu uh, poster on her wall and she, throughout the film, is watching, like, black and white scary movies. Yeah. Um, and she starts uh, 
getting ready for bed and she's flossing and then there's like alley cat noises and for some reason she cuts her finger i don't with floss yeah i couldn't tell you how that happened Mm. unless she has like a vampire tooth i don't know um and then she goes with her hammer and investigates the alley and i'm like one it was clearly an alley cat and two why would you investigate a dark alley in your jammies barefoot yeah it was just full of like ripe with bad decisions Mm -hmm. uh but then she goes inside and she turns around or like there's like her electricity cuts off. I can't remember exactly what happens. Um, and there's a cute little cat sitting next to her hammer on the coffee table in front of her. And she's like, oh, what a cute kitty. What's your name? And the cat meows. And she goes, oh, meow is such a cute name. So then she adopts the cat. Um, and then she goes to bed and it does like the view from the cat. And it's like red. Oh, yeah. And it's like, like looking through its thing. eyes. Yeah. It's yeah. like the eye of the tiger, basically. Um, but a cute little kitty cat. Deadly kitty cat. <laughs> or is it? Demonic. So then it, it like shows it from its view going into Sam's room and there's like meowing and stuff. And then the next day her, um, what's it called? Uh, super landlord, whatever you want to call him. Shows up and he's like, hey, I noticed you forgot to sign this line, an initial here. And it's the line specifically stating, no pets allowed. Mm -hmm. No fish, cats, dogs, anything. And he's like, pets are a scourge on this land, basically. So she's like, okay. And she signs it. And then it does another nighttime thing with the cat view. And the super comes back the next day and is like, hey, your neighbors are complaining that they're hearing like scratching and digging and meowing and things coming from your apartment. And I explicitly told you. And she's like, nope. No cats here. Must be mm-hmm. from the alley. Mm-hmm. Might be a raccoon. Um, so then she orders pizza that night, and the pizza delivery guy shows up, and he has a tattoo on his finger of a little pizza when he like goes to give her bones. But it's like a super weird interaction because she knows she ordered pizza, but he shows up to give her the pizza, and she's like, "Oh, I think I have cash in my room." Like she wasn't prepared to pay the guy. Hmm. So then she goes into her room and she's like digging through her sock drawer for change and stuff. And it shows the cat staring at the pizza guy. And then there's like attacking noises and the cat goes, and then she comes back out and it shows the cat like sitting next to the pizza box and there's like blood spatters everywhere. And the cat has like a little blood mustache (laughs) and the lady's just like, that's unfortunate. Got my pizza. And that's it what (laughs) so then she um just like goes about her day and again the super comes by again and is like hey people are hearing things and she's like did you check the alley and that was their exchange and then she's sifting the kitty litter box which she made out of like a cereal box she cut off one side and poured rice into it (laughs) um and there's a finger in it and it's the pizza guy's finger and so she's starting to be like my cat's a murderer Mm -hmm. um and then basically the uh super comes over and it turns out that he murdered the pizza guy to prove that the cat was evil and shouldn't be in there and he goes on this rant about how awful cats are because they let's see i wrote down his line it was great he was like them with their shredding the drapery and clawing at painted walls and so he was gonna like murder sam and blame the cat (laughs) and it's just yeah so then the cat retaliates and attacks him and murders him and right then her mom comes walking in through the door and she's like what happened and 
the little kitty's just like licking the dead guy's face. No. <laughs> yep. Wow. Um, and then it ends with um, a newspaper that says uh, it's the St. Paul Gazette. Gazette, sorry, a late night extra from November twenty. Sorry, nope. Um, it was established in eighteen eighty five, but from October twenty third, so tomorrow. Today's Edna's birthday. Did you know that? I did. She's three. Uh, 2014. And it says, Heroic feline saves local resident from homicidal landlord. Nice. And then the article says, Past resident found in dumpster. Local coffee shop owner, Kenny Myers, called police about blood spatter on the walls of apartment building, found the body of the super and what appeared to be an alley cat licking its whiskers. So they dumped the body into the alley and the cat... Like that... It's very weird. So I guess Sam and the mom dumped his body into a dumpster. Mm-hmm. And then the cat went out and was just eating it. I don't know. <laughs> but that's how they found it. And then it ends with the mom sitting with her watching scary movies and being like, you know, this is why, this is what causes violence. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's a weird, that's interesting. That, that went a lot of different directions. <laughs> I didn't know what was going to happen next. Plus you said it ended with three different times. That's okay. How long was that one? It was... I wrote it down. Did I... It was only like nine minutes, maybe. That's a lot in nine minutes. <laughs> it sounds does, like a whole lot. And the the way they film it, it does like... It jumps between the cat vision and the girl. And then it has those moments where she's like doing stuff um, with sounds like hot fuzz. Uh-huh. Like that style where it's like him grabbing the keys and then putting them in his pocket. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it does like that randomly. Huh. So, I mean, it's, I didn't hate it. I did not expect the landlord to be the murderer because he just doesn't like cats. Yeah. Um. That's what cats will do to people. Make you a murderer. Clearly. No. Nope, nope, nope. If I don't end up on another podcast in the future, be warned, you know, just call somebody. <laughs> don't worry. We'll dump you in the dumpster. Perfect. There's a field behind us with lots of cats. They'll feast up on you. There you go. Uh, yeah, there's a comment by GoFushi. It says, it's like a demon is protecting you and watching over you. Not all demons are evil, clearly. Apparently. I guess not. Well, cool. Not too bad, then. And that was it. Nice. And neither of us watched the other's videos, so I'll have to watch those. Uh, the first two sound a little... More interesting than the oh, no. third one, but I'll watch it. Yeah, so. it was great. It was I'm, a roller sure. coaster of emotion. I am sure. And there was a tornado going on all at the same time. Oh my gosh. It was a lot. Again, this is so much in nine minutes. <laughs> this makes sense. Uh, by the way, I know you had mentioned it and I did look it up real fast. So an arterial gas embolism there or age go. is what's known as, you know, could happen from pulmonary barotrauma as you're ascending quickly uh, from a pressurized state. You know, if you're scuba diving or something along those lines. So that's what it is. And it does cause, you know, you to go crazy. And it doesn't take, honestly, it doesn't take that deep to make that a problem. Because like, mm-hmm. when we went scuba diving, um, we weren't allowed to go below 15 feet, I think, or something like that. Um, and it's because after that, you have to start doing the training parts of it where you're like timing yourself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it doesn't take much. Nope. Well, cool. 
that's it. Those are our shorts. Yeah. If you have any shorts that you would recommend, send them to us, and Katie and I will start doing them for the Patreon, and we'll actually like do reacts videos. It's not going to be us just telling you what they are. We'll watch them. Uh, and then Katie will be back. Our next episode comes out October 31st with our super special guest. So stay tuned for that. We are doing the movie Hereditary, which Tyler's been telling me to do forever, since midsummer. For a basically. long time. Yeah. I'd never seen it before. Katie, of course, has seen it 800 times. Our guest says this is her 11th time watching it, and she was the one who recommended it. So uh, follow us on Instagram at, oh, no, Katie's not here, horror underscore cats underscore witch hats. Um, that's also our Facebook. Uh, send us your creepy cat videos, um, your Halloween decorations, your recommendations. Uh, Gmail, horror cats witch hats, all one word, at gmail.com. Um, otherwise... Uh, don't go into the woods by yourself. Uh, if your mother's calling you from downstairs, but also standing behind you, get a better blanket. <laughs> um, if you're a ghost, don't go into a room if the lights are on. It's against the rules. Get a cat. That's all I got. Yeah. yeah. Nice job. Katie always meows at the end, so now that's on you. Meow. Oh, that was good. All right. <laughs> See you.